Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stop the violence, but I will say stop murdering over nonsense. 
Wars overseas, gang banging in our streets. We understand it's time for some peace. We plant the seeds, but we kill the bush before they trees. Wanna see my boy become a man? I'm begging, please. The violence is affecting us, not protecting us. The biggest form of disrespecting us and neglecting us. And you blame it on the music, but then play this. And see how many kids is gonna say this.
was our goal was to get 30 churches to adopt 30 wards and mentor 30 um, young men or Latino boys. Okay. All right. So it was, it's called the the Help and Hope. No, we call it the Hope and Heal. The Hope and Heal. Okay, Hope and Heal. Okay. So was it successful? At least um, I, I I would call it. I would call it a start, honestly. It was really shocking to me to see that a not not a whole lot of people filled the church because of, and especially because of where it was. I understand on that same street that there was 24 murders um, from from this past weekend all the way to the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really hurt that a lot of more teenagers and pastors and churches did not show up. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a start. You know, sometimes you start somewhere, and it moves others to keep moving. So what? Um, so what's you know implemented as the follow up? Were some of the um, young men adopt? I mean, um, did they take some young men under mentorship? Well, you know, we've opened up a, a youth move chapter at Carter Temple Community Church and um, a few other churches that did show up. I mean, then we mm-hmm. also uh, have a good partnership with Ceasefire in, in Illinois, you know, Ceasefire in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that, that was really good. And I guess the people that were there were supposed to be there, and those are going to be the action foot soldiers helping us with this movement in Chicago. I mean, and I, I really do thank them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Although I was a little disappointed at the time that, you know, a lot of people didn't show up, um, mm-hmm. you know, just keep going. You just have to keep going and don't let that stop you and go back to Chicago and be even bigger and better. So it's like yeah. now that I went, I have a, mm-hmm. a plan or a strategy and, and I know what I need to really do when I go back. Okay. Alrighty. Well, is it um, possible any any people there you can get involved on the show? So that, you know, um, that's one good thing about the radio show is keeping people involved even though you're not physically there. Yes. And getting them to report and, you know, um, actually, you know, um, find out what's going on and talk about it. And I'm sure thing. I can. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really, really sure I can. I mean, the people that were there, um, you know, the pastors and the clergy and even the young people, that were mm-hmm. there, um, you know, they were really inspired at the fact that, you know, young people actually sat down and plotted and planned, um, you know, the things that we did in the steps. And we actually see a lot of people were thinking, and I think this is why a lot of people didn't get a, a good number or, you know, a good show up with, with um, the whole you know, project. A lot of people were thinking it was like a summit, but they, okay. they didn't understand yeah, they didn't understand that we wanted it to be clergy, young people, and you know, and actually at a round table having an open discussion about how we can shake off the violence in Chicago. Um, but I'm sure they would love to come on on the show and be a part of it and talk about you know what's really going on in Chicago because yes. you know I really don't know because I'm not there. So I'm yes. sure they would love. It. 
Yeah, that may be a good, you know, connector and give them an opportunity, you know, to have a voice. Because a lot of times, you know, a lot of times young people and adults don't get an opportunity to have a voice. And, um, well, with that, um, I'm going to play one piece, and we're going to take that and segue into the other, um, into the next um, segment. Because when you spoke on that, it reminded me of your... One of not your last one because your last one was an open letter to the community, but before then um, you had your blog was about um, about the church and the role of the church that they can play in stopping the violence if they move beyond their own four walls. So this piece is called Evangelist, and then we're going to come right back with Mary Pat Hector. My mother is an evangelist. And I'm convinced that she won't be content until my voice is in a pulpit. I said, my mother is an evangelist. And you'd be hard-pressed to find a more fervent servant. She is fire-baptized, and I've watched men find God through her eyes. I said, my mother is an evangelist. Every Sunday, she leads souls to Christ. But I tell her, Ma, I'm a poet. Every night I lead souls into the light. I go where your preacher would not dare. Y'all mistaking these words for poems. These ain't poems. These are prayers. This is how I talk to God, and y'all just happen to be here. These are all my fears and aspirations wrapped in the swatting clothes and packed in a tomb for three days. And the spirit moves the writer's block out of the way and resurrects the words I need to say, and they ascend off of the page. Well, hundreds of people bear witness so that Generations from now will still be able to appreciate it, and I can still hear my mother praying for my soul, hoping that one day I would hear clearly and find my way back to the ministry. And it's hard for her to understand because she's almost as stubborn as I am that I ain't out here chasing a dream. I didn't choose poetry. Poetry chose me. I liberate souls every time I write a poem and I bring down the walls of Jericho every time I perform and I don't wait for them to come to me. I go where they live at. I mean, even God is a poet. You need only read the 23rd Psalm to understand that. How ridiculous must a writer be to say, Yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou rod and thy staff on my pen and my pad, they comfort me. That's why I get love, no matter where I go in this country, I used to contemplate suicide at least three times a week before poetry. And I don't tell you that to get your sympathy. I tell you that because I know at least three people in the audience are going through it with me. But who would have known? Who would have known that my own words could deliver me? Who would have known that I could get closer to God with every metaphor and simile? Who would have known that something as beautiful as a poem could harness so much of God's pure energy? And I ain't nobody. I'm just a ghetto bastard from an unforgiving northeast city but with this pen and with this pad and with this mic, I'm larger than life. I fight the good fight, so when I'm dead and gone, you can bury my ashes in the same tomb where they buried Lazarus. Because a hundred years from now, some young poet is going to be thumbing through the CDs in his great-grandmother's attic, and he's going to raise me from the dead. I said, my mother is an evangelist. Every Sunday, she leads souls to Christ. But I tell her slow and deliberate so that she will never forget that I am a poet, and I'm following the will of God, and I'm far closer to him at this very moment than I could ever be in a pulpit. 
Okay, that was Evangelist by Lamar Anthony Hill from his album Blackmail. Mary Pat? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna um talk about your your last um your blog about your call to the church? Um, well when I wrote the blog, you know, the call to the church I, I wasn't really trying to play devil's advocate or really be on a side at that particular time. You know, sometimes, just like when he was talking about poultry and he didn't choose poultry and poultry chose him, at that particular time, you know, when I write certain blogs, I really, really have to be careful because it's just what's coming out at that particular time. And it's a little bit about what I feel. And I kind of felt like churches really need to be held accountable, not necessarily held accountable, but I really felt like churches really need to be going out into the community instead of waiting for the kids in the community to come to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to make everyone come to them instead of going out to to where the people are. Yes. And then, you know, I wanted them to know, like, you can't really be, a lot of times in the church, some people are judged. You know, as Christians, we we look at people, and if they're not, you know, I, I, young people are often judged by adults in general, um, and, and definitely by um, people of Christian faith. I'm a Christian, and, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes I catch myself thinking, like, that's not, you know, the way things are supposed to be done, or, you know, that's not so holy. And we have to really stop that definitely when we're talking to and about young people. You really, really do because that makes them walk away from the church instead of walk to the church. And then they see people in the church not so holy but are talking mm-hmm. about people. It's just like you have to really watch how you talk to and um, come up to and approach a young person. And they're not going to come to you. You have to go to them. But you really, really have to watch what you're going to say. And that's why I wrote, you know, my call to ask them and the letters to the church. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it made some very valid points. There are a lot of churches that only service people within the four walls, and they're, and they're always saying how we can't grow our membership, but they only want people to come to them, and they're always saying, come, 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 you know, we're doing this, come, 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 but instead of just going out and serving. If you just go out and feed some hungry people or help somebody, just by being out, you will automatically attract. And that's actually the call and the mission is to serve. So you can't get so confined within your four walls when there's a whole world going on around you. And there are so many churches within communities that are not connected to the communities that they're within. They can barely that, tell you so, anything. Mm-hmm. And not just that, there's so many churches in the communities that aren't connecting with other churches. Oh yeah, yeah, and I, I just yeah. I just really wonder, and like Philadelphia, I don't know if you guys have it, but we will have a block, and say a block could take up anywhere from a quarter mile, maybe if it's a super long block, a quarter mile, but say from an eighth of a mile to a quarter mile, a block maybe. So an eighth of a mile. Block and it's on two sides. Sometimes you can literally in Philadelphia count 
six churches in that little area. And they all small churches. And what would it be if they were to get together and have a larger membership and leverage themselves and they could do more? But everybody gets this calling where they got 30, 40 members, you know, you know, these small churches. And the one ministry is not much different from the other. It's not like it's a different or unique ministry. And, you know, to me, you know, it just doesn't make sense. There's a church here, a church there, a church there, a church there. And yet, like, around where my church is, we're in the heart of North Philly, where it's like so much going on. But we have about, it's not as many, but... Still in a, a quarter mile radius, we have two churches, two Christian churches, and um, a mosque, a Muslim church, all within a quarter mile. That don't interact with one another. And um, as you state, the church is supposed to be examples. And um, then I just think sometimes we have to stop being so rigid. That's why I like that poem. He says, you know, um, you know, he ministers in his way. This is the gift he was given. And sometimes if we're open like that, instead of putting young people down, actually, you know, see where their heart is and watch what they're doing. Just because it's not, you know, the fad of, of your time doesn't necessarily make it wrong. And just think when people say about dancing and and even music, you know, Lucifer's gift when he was the chief uh, musician, music was his gift. But it's not music that's bad. It's not dancing that's bad. It's really the intent behind what you do. You know, it's like where your heart is. So sometimes I just think. Um, we can let go of judgments and have a tendency to actually sit and listen to young people and understand them. Even if you want to redirect them, you can't redirect them if you really don't understand where they're coming from. And I think when if you say something and they realize that you don't understand and have a clue about where they're coming from, then they're going to shut down. And then another thing is with the Hope and Hill Project, when I wanted the 30 churches to go out and adopt 30 boards and within those 30 boards adopt 30 teenage boys, I didn't just want it to be churches. You know, when, when we were talking with Joseph and all the other kids, we really didn't want it to just be churches. We wanted it to be, like, you know, different religions. Um, you know, we wanted Muslims. You know, we wanted the mosque involved. We wanted, you know, different people from different um, faiths. Spiritual, yeah, faith, because, you know, each great person in the world had a spiritual mentor, no matter what faith it was. You know, mm-hmm. look at Malcolm X. You know, he was a thief. He robbed people. You know, he wasn't so good, but when he went to jail, he had a spiritual mentor to show him the right way. And he was one of the greatest men in the world. When you look at Martin Luther King, you know, his whole life he had a spiritual mentor, and his father was really, really active in his life. And, and, and he preached the word of God, and, and that was his spiritual mentor. Mm-hmm. Every great person that has ever done anything great in the world has a spiritual mentor, and that's another reason why he wanted to get the church and mosque and faith involved. 
Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't want it to sound like it was just a Christian thing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, there is this definitely... Um, it didn't turn out, but it was the first time. It could have been a whole lot of other reasons why. But I think by you doing it, if you just keep reaching out, and there are interfaith groups that will that you can reach out to that will make it easier to reach out to multiple faiths. You know, each area has interfaith groups. So um, that's generally what they call interfaith. So find out what is the interfaith group in that area. And um, they have members that you know that belong to their group from you know from different faiths and all, and just continue to reach out. You know, each time it'll be a few more people, but you know, it only takes one person doing something to be a, a living example. So don't be too disappointed. You, you know, you really launch out to do great things, <laughs> and I know you may not sometimes reach your goal, but. You really do accomplish big things. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Ms. Jacqueline. <laughs> so what's coming up next on the blog? Um, I'm still working on it. Usually okay. when I write my blog, it just comes to my head or I'm having this huge debate or, you know, we're turning a major project. Um, I really, I just got done with something else, so nothing is really on my plate right now. But mm-hmm. as soon as I'm comfortable with it, so I'll just write it out. So what are you looking forward to this season as we're into a new school season? You know, what are you looking forward to? What are some things going on, you know, going, going on with the National Action Network? Um, well... Well, right now we're working on growing um, chapters at universities and colleges. Oh, at the HBCUs, yeah. Yes. Um, and not just HBCUs, even traditional colleges. And mm-hmm. we're also, um, you know, when we, we started our Kenya chapter, well, not, yeah, in Siberia in Africa, they just wanted us to send them books and paper. They're going into their, um, I don't know, I'm not sure exactly what they call it out there, but they're going back to school soon, and they, all they're asking us for is writing paper. Um, so mm. if you wanted to donate or, you know, if anyone wants to donate any writing paper to students in Tiberia, um, if you can, you can send me a message um, on Facebook, um, Mary Pat Hector, or on Twitter, Mary Pat H-C-E-O. Well, I'll show you the photos and show you, um, you know, our youth move chapters out in kids. You know, they really just want paper. They didn't ask us for money. Siberia is the biggest slum in Africa to where they only get water, I believe, two or three times a week. They only get water two or three times a week, and there's only six bathrooms for, like, two million people in Siberia. Mm. Six bathrooms for two million people, and all they want from us is paper. Okay. It's amazing mm. to me. It's amazing to me. And I was yeah. talking to the gentleman over our Siberia chapter president, and he, and he said, he, he sees my pictures on Facebook, and he sees everything I do on Twitter. And he says, you know, I just want to be just like you. Like, I just want to be, they're not free yet. Because it's not as immediate. He just says he just wants to be free, and, and they're not free yet. And we just want to at least give them paper. 
Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, we take a lot of things for granted. And when I was talking to them, and, and they, they just, they, they haven't lost hope yet. Yeah. And I'm sure if in America we didn't have, you know, toilets or, you know, we we only got water two or three times a week, it, it would be over. So I, I completely can't be understanding. If that's all they want from us, our paper, motivational books, and that's what we're going to try to do. So that's one thing that we're working on right now. Okay. That's great. That's a, definitely we want to send them that. And um, we're going to take one more little break, and then we're going to come back, and you can close us out. So this one is called... Um, Shiro, and then it may go to Shiro to the middle passage, which is one that you like. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is Dan Lefianowski of WBHPGV. This just been. There have been reports of a new Super Shiro. Multiple sightings have been called in. Oh, my! She has just landed on the White House lawn. Time to fly, let's get out of here. Time to ride, let's go, you're feeling. Let's go. Oh, let's go. I'm a hero. I'm a hero. You're a hero. Yeah. Purpose in my eyes. Pride in my thoughts. A plan in myself. Secrets loud and they care. Never come cheap, not afraid to cry. Against all odds, I will defy. It's done and I don't know how Save the day and I'll take a bow Where no cake but sure can fly I'm the truth and I'll tell you why Uncle Sam ain't on my team I don't sleep but I sure do dream Dreaming color every day When you win then I get paid Look up in the sky, I gotta go Somebody needs me to save the show Paid in full is a plan of action Even in my heels I got traction Leaping tall buildings in stilettos Gotta run the stage to get close Possible there's never far away Today is New York, tomorrow's Taipei Riding that train, self-esteem Hurry and come on, it's about to leave Don't ever think you just don't let me We fight together cause we all lead I got your back and you got mine We stick together, we all shine Freedom is here and told me to say She wrote was here to save the day Freedom is here and told me to say she always here to save the day, yeah. Time to fly, let's get out of here. Time to ride, let's go, you're feeling. Let's go, oh, let's go. I'm a hero, I'm a hero. You're a hero, he's a hero, yeah. Miss Superhero, I need your help. There's a man, he's trying to steal my heart. Sorry, ladies. I cannot finish the song. I've got to go and save the day. To be continued. Okay, we're back to our resident hero, Mary Pet Hector. <laughs> Mary Pet? Yes, Miss Jacqueline. Yes, yes. So we're back to you, our resident Shiro. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, this book is really, really happy. Um, 
to the Refrowing Community. We hope that some of the listeners, if you have children, or if you know of anyone that wants to start a youth room chapter, if you can, please contact us at our um, regional office, which is 678-732-0405. Give me that again, 678-732-0405. Or they can contact me, well, us, um, well, me, on my Facebook page, which is Mary Pat ACEO, or Mary Pat, um, oh, on my Facebook, Mary Pat has Mary Pat ACEO. Okay. All righty. And so, um, while we have a minute, if we go over our um, songs, you know, you got to give us the review. What do you feel? What did you feel about Evangelist? Um, I kind of felt like it really went exactly well with everything that we were doing with the Hope and Hill project and my my open letter to the churches. Um, and it's a cheery, hero song. I'm sorry. You know, being mm-hmm. a girl, um, it, it's, you're always looked at a certain way, but being the girl, a girl and the work that I take, a lot of people get to see, you know, well, a girl, because um, I'm still a teenage girl, not necessarily a woman, but you get to see a female in general doing positive things, and, and a lot of girls look up to me, um, but I'm, I'm just like them. I'm just like them, but I really, really love going to elementary school girls um, because it kind of gives them, I guess, a sense of hope and a sense of surprise. And I'm really, really happy to be able to do so because I remember when I was in elementary school looking up to, you know, the older girls that were really doing positive things in the community. Um, and so that song really empowered not just women that are or girls that are already doing positive things, but girls that want to be just like that. You know, you are a hero. You know what I'm saying? You people are people look up to you. You know, for those elementary school girls that are looking up to people who want to be great. Okay. Well, that was She Rowan is by Mahogany. She spells her name M-A-H-O-G-A-N-E-E. And you can find Mahogany over at Bandcamp and listen to her other music. And she does work with young women as well. And so, um, you know, we just want to share, you know, a range of different, like, positive music, positive hip-hop, just so that you guys know that, you know, it exists and you have a choice of what to spend your money on. And I really yeah. want, um, you know, I'd be really happy to see you young, I and mean, see young people actually go out and purchase and help these artists you know, actually, you know, rise because it's just through people. The fans are the ones who make the the artists. And just like you spend your money on, you know, mainstream music, you can do the same thing. And just by going out and purchasing it, buying it online, finding out um, if you can get, you know, the the CD or now they got the vinyls. However way you like your music, you can order it from a lot of the artists, and then you start to dictate the flow of music. And so um just want to share that, that you guys have power. And I would love for you to just, like, you know, survey amongst the young people. Um, 
to see who who else is out. A lot of young people are making music, you know, to see what they have out there. And then they can submit their songs. If you want to submit um, a song or something that you want us to play on here, just send it to talk, T-A-L-K, to us, the number two, talk to us, at Master Griot, and Griot is G-R-I-O-T, MasterGriotRadio.com. Just send it in and make sure you put your name, the name of the song, um, and that you wanted to go on um, State of Urgency, you know, what show you wanted on. Or just put, you know, for review, positive music for review. And um, we'll take a listen. We'll listen to it. So, Mary Pat, we got about um, four minutes left. Um, did you want to say anything in closing out? Um, well, you know, when I always close out, I always encourage the young people you know, let them know you don't have to wait to be great. You can truly change the world now. Um, you know, so many times in life I've heard, you know, you can't or you're too young or even sometimes, you know, you're a girl. And I just want to let you know that you don't have to wait to be great. You don't let anyone dictate your future or choose what you're going to do. If you really want something in life, you have to get up and go get it yourself. No one's going to go and get it for you. Um, and so I just encourage you guys, I lift you all up. Um, if ever you see anything in your community that you feel like you need to change, you need to be the change that you want to see in this world, just like Gandhi says. So I encourage you to stand up and do something about it. If you're afraid to do something about it, I encourage you to go to www.nationalactionnetwork.net and contact, um, you know, our regional office at National NationalActionNetworks.net, um, or you can contact Youth Move, NationalActionNetworks Youth Move Office, which is 678-732-0405 in Atlanta, and we'll be more than happy to help you. Okay. Well, that sounds great. So then we'll, I guess we'll just roll out on. Um, now, we'll be back. Now, we... Um, we're going to be back. Are we going to be back on the third Tuesday, or we're we going to be back on the next first Monday? Um, whatever's good for you. <laughs> We're here, so you let me know the schedule. So, um, if you every other week, because this is the first Tuesday, so we'll be back in two weeks, guys. The first and third Tuesday of every month. Just tune in, same place, same time, and we are going to roll out on Kirk. Franklin's Revolution. And have a great week. Peace and love. Have a great week. Okay, trying to get this to play. Okay, Book of Revelation, <laughs> chapter 7, verses 16 and 17. Yes, sir. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. Preach, preach up. For God shall wipe away yes, sir. every tear from their eyes. Yes, sir. Get ready for the revolution.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.